Hey everyone, welcome to the Canine Culture Podcast, where we talk about everything dog. Q and A's with veterinarian professionals, rescue operators, everyday topics. We cover everything dog on this podcast. So make sure you subscribe to the Canine Culture Podcast on your favorite podcast platform, and make sure you're following us on social media on both Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for listening. Now here's that next episode. Hey everyone, welcome to the Canine Culture Podcast. This is your host, Brittany, and today we have Wendy from Dr. Harvey's with us. So welcome to the show, Wendy. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I'm Wendy Shankin-Cohen. I'm the president of Dr. Harvey's. Dr. Harvey's is a company that has a mission dedicated to the health and well-being of all animals. Uh, We primarily make uh, foods, treats, grooming aids and supplements for dogs, but we do also make a very uh, fine uh, bird line for caged birds, as well as treats for cats. Um, And we've been doing it for 35 years. So tell us a little bit about how or why Dr. Harvey's was created. So Dr. Harvey is a real person. And uh, in the early 1980s, Uh, He was a human physician in Manhattan, and uh, but he always loved animals more than people. So when people, his patients would come in and talk to him about their animals, he became fascinated with animal nutrition. And it was about that time that uh, dogs in particular started to get cancer and kidney disease at an alarming rate. So he began doing his own research on what could be happening that animals would be getting these these terrible diseases um, so frequently. Um, It was way before anybody knew about um, natural nutrition. Everybody fed dog food. Um, It was a time when dog food had become commercialized, but dog food was really only uh, really only came onto market um, in the 1950s. when Purina realized that they had a market to sell biscuits to dogs and uh, started to develop what they called the only food that dogs should eat. And unfortunately, the veterinary community bought into that and said that dogs should eat only dog food. Obviously, for thousands of years before that, dogs were eating scraps from what was whatever was left over from the family and uh, was given to the dog and dogs. And actually, Dogs were much healthier when they were eating real food. But even today, we'll hear people say, uh, I never give my dog any people food. And we're like, why not? You know, if it's good enough for you, it's probably good enough for your dog. Right. Dog food evolved into this, unfortunately, a highly processed, uh, devoid of any kind of real nutrition. And Dr. Harvey uh, started researching that and, and, and realized that this was most likely the the reason behind this rampant growth in um, in chronic diseases in animals, <clears throat> and he actually developed a recipe that used whole foods, natural foods, and began to teach people how to cook for their dogs, and that was really the beginning of, of Dr. Harvey's at at that time. So he lectured for many years and gave people the recipe and. Uh, somewhat like people when their dogs were sick, people were very willing to do all the cooking and, and the preparation. But as soon as the dogs got better, they kind of went back to the commercial dog food. So 
just about that same time in, in, in mid to late eighties, um, freeze drying became uh, a thing and people uh, were able to get meat that was preserved without chemical preservatives. And Dr. Harvey became very interested in that. And that became the basis for um, how we prepared our very first foods. And those are freeze dried and dehydrated. So we are chemical free. Uh, uh, we use no dyes, no fillers, uh, no coloring agents, nothing that isn't whole foods and we everything is dehydrated. And so what we did originally is we made what we call still to this day, a base mix. And that product is called Canine Health. And it's a combination of organic grains and vegetables. And we teach pet parents to add their own high quality protein and oil, uh, salmon oil, any kind of fish oil, flaxseed oil. And that makes a complete meal. So what we did, in fact, was to teach people to make homemade meals and make it easier than having to prepare everything from scratch. And what we found was dogs that were quite ill were getting better eating real food. So we always say you wouldn't feed your, your child pretzels three times a day. And right. we, we, we liken feeding kibble uh, to feeding your child pretzels. You wouldn't do it. You, you, you know that your child would get ill if you fed your dog exclusively pretzels three times a day. And that's really what's happening, unfortunately, to dogs and cats um, all over the world. They're eating these uh, cookies that are sort of devoid of any nutrition. They're highly processed, baked at very, very high heat. And when you do that, you bake out all of the nutrition. Hmm. And then what they do with at kibble companies is they throw in uh, additional vitamins and they spray it with what's called a palatin to make it taste good for the dogs. Um, but it really has very, very little nutrition. And so unfortunately, what we've seen in our canine population is a rampant rise in kidney disease, diabetes, cancer, and a whole ho obesity, a whole host of, of chronic illnesses that have unfortunately uh, really affected the uh, longevity of our pets. Mm -hmm. I think so much of what you said, I mean, if you think about the timeline of the dog food, um, and that how it became highly palatable and processed and it led to these epidemics like obesity, kidney disease, very much is true for humans as well. You know, we got away from eating whole foods, eating organic, eating naturally, and now everything is processed in a box, in a bag. And look at what that's done even to our health. So, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. And uh, my husband and I faced this issue with one of our dogs that got cancer. It wasn't until she was so sick and got cancer that we then turned to making her food for her prepping all of that and looking into, okay, so what does she need with respect to her protein intake, her fat? What about some of her micronutrients? Um, so it's very true. What you said, so many people might wait until their dog is sick and then turn to these whole natural foods. But if we could do it in a preventative manner, why not? You know? So I think that's great. The, the, the products you guys are making, um, and making a stride with respect to dog's health and longevity. Um, so you mentioned, oh, and you mentioned Dr. Harvey likes, uh, dogs more than people. So, uh, I would get along with him. I feel the exact same way. Um, I've never met a dog I don't like, but I've met a lot of humans I don't like. So I hear him on that. Um, 
And I'm sure it was probably preferable to start working with dogs over humans anyway. <laughs> um, well, the thing is that dogs um, are, are great patients because if you feed, they're going to eat whatever you feed them. So right. once that parent makes a decision to feed a healthy diet, the dogs will comply. So most humans have a real hard time sticking with a healthy diet, but dogs, dogs are better patients and, and they get better very quickly. It's quite remarkable. They're there's not a day that goes by that we don't hear from from a pet parent like yourself who has a sick animal and is looking for an answer. And their dogs do normally live uh, quite a bit longer than than was predicted by the veterinarian uh, when they switch to a whole diet. But afterwards, they say, if I ever get another dog, I'm going to start them right away on a, on a whole food diet. Mm-hmm. And it just makes a huge, huge difference in the life of the animal. Yeah. So you've talked a little bit about food. Uh, and so I know you guys also offer, so you have treats, supplements, oils, you mentioned oils, and then some stuff for grooming. So what are some of those products that you guys offer? So we, we, I would say after food supplements is our, our, um, most important line. And that is, uh, these are all herbal powders that, uh, there are our, our own formulations, uh, this combination of whole foods plus specific herbs that will help a particular situation. So for example, we have a, a product called runs be done, um, which is a pumpkin, a marshmallow root, um, product that helps when dogs have digestive issues, okay. uh, quite uh, remarkable how it, it helps a dogs in, in, a, in a moment when the pet owner needs that kind of help. But we also have formative years, which is for puppies. And we have golden years, which is for seniors. Uh, we have a, a, a product called Orthoflex, which is for joint pain and uh, helps with joint mobility. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a whole line of herbal supplements and they're, they're, highly effective. There are no drugs. There's no pharmaceuticals in them. It's just herbs and whole foods that you mix in with the food. It's a powder mm-hmm. and um, they're very palatable. So dogs love them and they work uh, miraculously. So uh, we're very proud of that line. That's been around for a very long time. And uh, we're always uh, researching and coming out with new, new supplements as well. And the oils are a part of the, the homemade meals because dogs absolutely need uh, fish oil because they don't absorb vitamin A from, from the vegetables as we do. Mm-hmm. So we make, uh, krill and um, uh, anchovy sardine oil, and also a salmon and krill oil. And it's like a pump bottle and you just spray it on the food, either our food or whatever food you're feeding. And that helps with uh, heart health and joint health and um, oral health. And it helps with digestion, the microbiome. Um, it's an extremely important part, even if you're not feeding our food mm-hmm. to add uh, fish oil, at least um, sometimes in the dog's food, we do recommend rotating oil. So if you do one mm-hmm. for a month then rotate to another one, because each one is slightly different and right. provide a different kind of nutrition. And we do recommend that you rotate them in, in your dog's diet as well okay. as. Protein. So if you're using one of our base mixes and we make quite a few different base mixes, we recommend that you use beef, chicken, turkey, fish, eggs, and that you rotate those protein proteins so that your dog is getting a different set of amino acids at, uh, over, over time. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. I hadn't really thought about that. Uh, I know for our dogs, we switch normally between chicken and ground Turkey. Uh, 
but that makes sense to add in a few of those other ones. So we'll definitely have to consider that next time we're kind of out purchasing more of their food. Uh, they, they eat better than we do. Um, (laughs) um, so where can people find Dr. Harvey's products? So our products are sold direct to consumer from our website, which is drharveys.com, D-R-H-A-R-V-E-Y-S.com. We're also sold on Amazon and we're in about 400 independent retailers throughout the United States. Awesome. And you guys are on social media as well. What's your social media handle? So we're Dr. Harvey's on Instagram, Dr. Harvey's on Facebook. Uh, We're also on Twitter and, uh, we have a lovely uh, interaction with uh, with our family. We call Dr. Harvey's the family because once you start using our products, you you see such a difference in your animal that you you never want to switch. So people are quite loyal to us, and uh, they they love what we do. They trust us. We've been around for a very long time, and they know uh, they can trust us. And in over thirty years, we've never had a recall. Um, we that's awesome work very hard and we make everything ourselves in our own plant. Nothing is, is made outside of our plant. And we're really demanding about the ingredients that we use in every single one of our products. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you being on the episode today. Thank you so much for providing us with that information and for all of the listeners, make sure you go follow Dr. Harvey's on social media and then check out their website. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Canine Culture Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to the Canine Culture Podcast on your favorite podcast platform and make sure you're following us on social media. If you have any recommendations, any topics that you'd like to hear, if you know of any guests that would be good for the show, or if you yourself want to be a guest, please reach out to us. Send us an email at canineculturepodcast at gmail.com or send us a direct message on social media. Thank you for listening and please share this with any of your dog loving friends.